Ramble. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of You Can Sit With Us. Today, we're just going to be talking about how we met and like the roots of our friendship. How's everyone's weekend? We'll just talk about light things first. <laughs> oh, because, because it's so heavy the way yeah, that I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our dark and sordid past. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Well, we were just talking about how today is uh, Keith and Becky's anniversary. Happy hey. anniversary. Oh, my you. goodness. It's our date anniversary. Oh, okay. not our marriage. Say, we got like, married in September. How yeah. many so, years? Nine years. That, you, that was wow. first date. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What was Nine the first years. date like? Oh, I debate telling this story because Keith gets so mad about it because <gasps> I don't ever let it go. Um, (laughs) so Keith and I, we actually met in college. Mm -hmm. Um, the first time I ever met Keith was the same day my parents first ever met Keith. (gasps) It was at freshman orientation. Keith was a senior Mm -hmm. and he was representing like the improv group and I had done some improv in high school. So my dad, which we had just talked to my parents on the phone. So they know my parents bubbly energy. My dad like takes me and my mom over by Keith and is like, hey, I just wanted to, you know, introduce you to my daughter. She does improv. <laughs> She's a very talented actress. Uh, and <laughs> Keith's like bull stoner, long hair, like bandana. And he's like, cool, 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 cool. Very nice. Um, but we actually didn't date when Keith and I were in college. We started dating when I was a junior in college. And Keith was living in Chicago. Keith was living in Chicago. He was mm-hmm. touring with um, an improv group at the time. And he had come back to ISU to do this, like, um, they call them f- mafia funerals because they're the group that he was in was called Improv Mafia. Mm-hmm. And so when you graduate, they have a mafia funeral. And so all the um, older people come back. And I had told one of my friends that who's had a boyfriend who was in the group at the time. I was like, man, Keith got cute. What the? What did the your dad did recognize him <laughs> when you first started dating? Oh, they knew once, like, later when I first told them about him, because I didn't really tell my parents about people I was dating until it was, like, more serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, oh, yeah, you actually met him this other time. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember him. I remember him. <laughs> Crazy-looking nice guy, guy, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice dude. Nice <laughs> he was dude. already trying to play matchmaker, so. <laughs> yeah, he was already he was getting a foot in the door there. Um, but our first date was actually, we were like messaging on Facebook Messenger. What? Yeah, because after I told my friend that I thought he was cute, she um, immediately told her boyfriend like five seconds after I had said it. <laughs> <laughs> and so she went and told Keith too. And Keith was like, wait, where's Becky? Becky's cute. I'll hang out with Becky. And I'd already like left. <laughs> so he messaged me. <laughs> yeah, one of the first things he ever messaged me was actually that Tim Meadows song, Hey Bitch, Let Me Buy You Pizza. <gasps> No yeah. way. Yeah. You want to see something cool? He was like, you want to see something cool I did? And I was like, all right. And so <laughs> he was like so proud of it. Yeah. And, and what did you think of it? Uh, it was kind of weird at first because it was just them playing. Like it was his friend Tins playing guitar and then they were singing. And I was like, oh, this is funny, but <laughs> kind of weird. Sure. <laughs> so we started playing Scrabble on mm-hmm. Facebook. And then I asked Keith, I was like, I'm turning 21 in May. It was like a month out at that point. I'm turning 21. Where should I go? And he's like, you should go to this bar. And it was like the bar that was down the street from his house, but it was in the city. So literally my dad dropped me and like five <gasps> friends off. Oh, they in drove the city. Oh, yeah. My parents, we call him Duber. Whenever I go back home and all my dad friends know Uber. that dad my dad Uber. will pick us up and drop us off from like <laughs> oh my any gosh, bar. It's incredible. He's like, I can't sleep when you're not here. I get worried. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, I'll just God. come get you. I don't want you spending money on an Uber. I'll come get you. Duber. So we call him Duber. Sweet. Yes. My dad drops us off. 
we get to this bar and then guess who doesn't show up? <gasps> that, but <laughs> no, that was like your first date then. No, it was supposed to be our first. Oh, like, so you went date. to that bar because you knew he was going to be there. Yes. Cause <gasps> he had suggested it. And then he's going to be so mad. I told this story. Cause he's like, you need to, he's like, you keep, you make me feel bad when you tell this story. And well, like, you should feel I'm bad. Like, well, it, ended, it ended well, but I bring it up every year on my birthday. <laughs> Cause I'm like, <laughs> remember? And he's like, Becky, we're married. married. <laughs> You're focusing on this. You won. <laughs> I know. But so he, um, I texted him the next morning and I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I was like, that's messed up. And he's like, I'm sorry. I went to this housewarming party and then, you know, time slipped away. He's like, come to Chicago again and we'll go have, you know, hot dogs. So we went and had hot dogs. And then our first kiss was on his birthday. Okay. Uh, yeah, which is like two weeks after my birthday. Well, it's good that you like him. It was a different different day. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like he really day. made you work for it. He did. He did. And we're both, neither one of us is like super, not affectionate, but like mm-hmm. I don't love hug. Maggie knows she always gets mad that I, I won't hug her. She misses hugs now. I do miss hugs. <laughs> but Maggie and I will be like watching TV or something and she'll like come spoon me. And I'm like, I've never had this happen. It was like, somebody just <laughs> snuggles up on me. She loves it. Yeah. So I think when... I didn't yeah. find this out until... How long have we been friends? Like, at least four years. I don't think at I found out years, that yeah. Becky didn't like hugs until, like, three years. And I, I come from a very affectionate family. So when I found out, I was like, oh, I feel so bad that I've been, like, coming on to you. And you, you, don't, you don't like it. Why didn't you tell me? I never... It always sounds bad if you're like, I don't like hugs. I know, but, just, but I got more used fair. to it. I got more used to that it. It's a really weird thing. But I've been, I've been more conscious of it when we're like before yeah. pre, pre-COVID and stuff. Yeah. That I I'm like, oh, I can't hug Becky. But bye. <laughs> I texted her once during quarantine. I was like, I changed my mind. I like hugs. <laughs> I feel like it's actually harder for Maggie not to hug than oh it is God, for Becky to accept a hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, I didn't know that. So now I'm starting to think about all the times that maybe I've hugged Becky. Me too. Unrequited hugs. See? See, it makes you feel so bad. She hasn't told me that, like, she didn't like it. But I'm also, you know, I'm not like a... I'm not like a, a, a hug attacker. Yeah. You know, you're I'm not, not like, come here. Yeah. Bring it in. <laughs> Bring it over here. Give me a hug. But it just feels so impersonal. Like, I hate goodbyes. So, like, hugs make it, like, more positive, you know? So, you're like, goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> goodbye. I feel like I do the cheek hug, you know, where sometimes mm. I'll kind of, oh, I'll, yeah. like, grab somebody by the shoulder and kind of, like, just touch their cheek. <laughs> Is that okay? Is Like, because that's not exactly yeah. a hug. That's yeah. just, like... A, a close touch. <laughs> I was just saying, well, being from the Midwest, everyone hugs. Yeah. That's like fair. when Keith and I hang out with our friends from college, it's like you spend half the party hugging someone goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's like weird. hugging everyone. You're like, okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. And then they're like, take some mastacholi. <gasps> take some mastacholi. <laughs> so that's what you don't like. The goodbye train. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's the goodbye train. And then also like the forced, I don't know, something about it seems like forced sometimes. I get that. But I'm, I'm, I'm you know, warming up on it now. But when Especially Keith and I first started. Especially now that we can't have it. Now that we can't have it, I'm like That's desperate rough. for a hug. It's rough. I'm like, I seriously, I, the cat. I cuddle my child. Like, <laughs> you guys would not believe. I've actually taught him that like when we're reading books together, I say, okay, come cuddle, come Aww. cuddle. And he'll, he'll, he'll like come up and sit next to me. And I'll be like, no, no, closer. Closer, we're cuddling, and then I'll get really, really close. He's getting really good at it. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. 
How was your long baby weekend? Oh, don't even ask. We did potty training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) And so something that I didn't realize when we started potty training on Friday, which, you know, we had the Friday off. Uh, or Ned had Friday off mm. and uh, we never get days off because we have a child. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, so I had started reading this one book about potty training uh, to prepare myself. And I said, oh, okay, Ned, you should probably read this book so we can do this together. <laughs> um, and we had it on the Kindle and I had pulled it up on the Kindle and he, and I had another, I, I downloaded another book like two months ago thinking like, maybe this is the book that I should read, but it's not the book that I did read. But it is the book that Ned read. Oh. So we read <laughs> two, different, two different books about potty training. Well, it's good. It's good. You can well, compare so, notes. But we, <laughs> we we go into this thinking we read the same book. And Ned's like, okay, so we're starting with underwear, right? And I was like, no, did you not read the book? We're starting with naked. And then he's going to learn what it feels like to pee on himself. <laughs> and, like, and Ned's like, well, I thought we were starting with underwear so that he learns what it's like to have a wet underwear. I was like, <laughs> it was very confusing and it was very confusing for Wes at first too it was, a, it was a tough day Friday was a tough day because he did not understand what was going on he was like why am I naked uh, <laughs> why am I also sometimes wearing underwear <laughs> why is my underwear broken <laughs> I don't understand I don't understand um, but he, then we just went with naked because he kept he kept peeing in his underwear because it's a lot like diapers and um, he got really good at not peeing when he was naked. And so, you know, we got him to the toilet fast enough. But then on Sunday, we decided to start underwear because we were like, well, we can't do anything. We can, like, he can't even go outside because he's naked. You know, like there's, there are many people, there are people in our neighborhood who probably would not care that we had a naked child on our lawn. But there are some people who might, you know, you don't want, like there were definitely people walking by at one point and they're like, that child is naked. Wes is like sunbathing. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I just have a, I don't know. Maybe it's like a weird thing that, that, you know, he doesn't care. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, that's strange. Maybe that's a strange thing that I have that I need to get over that like babies are naked. That's just it's what fine. they do. Yeah. It's just what they do. Um, but then we tried underwear and it was mixed results on mm. Sunday. Mm. So we're still working on it. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Who knew that was like such a science to potty training, but like, yeah. duh. And apparently there are books that are have wildly different like Opinions. theories about how to potty train a child. Huh. Yeah. Wow. We even asked our doctor and um because yeah, we had no we had no idea how to do this. Absolutely mm. no idea how to do this. We've never potty trained a child before. I don't remember what it was like to be potty trained. I just remember being magically potty trained. Yeah. You know? And uh and so we asked our doctor and she was like, Yeah, just keep him in the diaper and just take him to the potty every once in a while. We've been doing that for two months and no, nothing no. has changed. And we still can't get him to like tell yeah. us when he needs to go to the bathroom or I don't know. And then it, like people are saying, do it now, do it now, do it now. You can't wait because it's going to get harder and harder as he gets older and older. Mm-hmm. And you have all this time in the house. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. This is the best time to potty train. I feel like everybody I know that has like anywhere between one and three year olds is potty training now just because... Why, 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 why not? not? Why not? At what yeah. point did you realize that you and Ned had read different books? How did you guys come to that understanding? <laughs> Pretty much immediately. <laughs> when, I, when he was like, yeah, it's chapter one. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> and, then I, and then I looked back and I was like, you read this book, didn't you? 
<laughs> which is my fault because I was the one who handed it to him. I was like, here, read the read the the one that's on the Kindle, and there were two on the Kindle. Uh, Whoops! But at least you got time, you yeah. know. Yeah, we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. We're gonna be home, forever. and he's only gonna make progress. You yeah, know? that's right. He can he's take his get better time. And better and better. Time. We're eventually gonna run out of candy. Um, Ooh, candy. what are you enticing? We right? are oh, little uh, mini M and M's, yogurt covered oh, yogurt. raisins. Good, 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 good. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, which he thinks is candy. He doesn't actually know what candy is. Yeah. This child has maybe had chocolate once in his life, uh, because that the time that I gave him chocolate, he didn't. It's like he didn't sleep for days. <laughs> I swear to God, chocolate. He's like, and now, and and now, anytime he sees it, he calls it brown cookie. <laughs> <laughs> It says brown, brown cookie, cookie, brown cookie. And I'm like, no, no, we're not going to have brown cookie. That's brown so cookie. cute. Oh. I know. I know. He is. He is cute. He is precious. Just but. keep jumping up with the candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good. I wish people would pay me in candy sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I would not mind. I would like I would love that. Yeah. My mom taught me how to swallow pills growing up with um, sprinkles. <gasps> Which was oh, really, that's I nice. loved swallowing pills. I was like, <laughs> you're like, sprinkle give them me. Yeah. Cause she like didn't want to do like syrups anymore. Cause I would just spit them out. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Wow. Sprinkles. I did speech therapy when I was little and they would give you um, candy for doing things correctly, <laughs> for saying things correctly. Yeah. I, I mean, it was fun. If it works. <laughs> I loved it. And now if I don't have a lisp. <laughs> and you're crying. And now I don't have a lisp. <laughs> and you're a sweets person. And I love candy. <laughs> the best, best of, of all worlds. The It's a hive mind over here. I know. Seriously. <laughs> what'd you do this weekend? Yeah, what'd you do? Oh, uh, we actually puppy sat for the first time. Actually, the dog was three three years old, but I was very nervous. I We've never had... We call all dogs puppy. I know. We on, call on this podcast. <laughs> But I was really nervous. We'd never had another dog in the apartment before. And like, I never thought that, I never really thought about it. And Bowie, he's really good with other dogs, but he can sometimes be too much. So I was just a little worried that he was going to be upset that there was another dog on my lap Mm. or on our bed or, but he did great. He like, I was convinced that he thought this dog was his baby. When they'd go out to walk, he'd walk like super slow next to her. And she was a very like, she was like Eugene's dog, Emma, just very nervous. But he did a great job. I'm so proud of him. And now I'm going to be able to uh, convince Zach to get another animal. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I did not realize that was the... That was the point of it this whole. The point. It was a test. <laughs> you say you want to get another animal. Does I don't know. That mean like a I cat? don't think we would mm-hmm. in the apartment that we're in now. But Zach and I are discussing cat. Maybe a another dog. dog. Maybe another. Dog. I really want a tortoise. What? A tortoise? I don't, I don't think Bowie's going to do great with a tortoise. I didn't tortoise. know they were going to do great with a tortoise. 200 years? <laughs> they do. My, my neighbor <laughs> had one growing up in their backyard and it would just eat salad. <laughs> I loved him. It's a little salad And they don't really like run away, you know, because you would catch them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I remember I used to live in an apartment where there was a house that was like around the corner that had a tortoise. And whenever we would go for walks, it's like, that's a house with a tortoise. Oh, like, so we're going to be those people? He lives, he lives in the front people. yard. Maybe you can see him. Like, just, <laughs> just look in like the bushes or something. And every once in a while, you'd see the tortoise kind of walking around. <laughs> it's like that episode of Hey Arnold. The, that episode of what? Hey Arnold. Do you remember that uh-huh. episode? Uh-huh. What was the turtle's name? There was like this. Arnold had a tortoise? No, he like went to the zoo and the tortoise had something like spray painted on him. Nobody, nobody knows this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't no. remember that episode. I loved Hey Arnold. I'm pretty sure it's real. 
<laughs> Miles Kukla. There was a, it had a cute name too, and there was a song that played. Like it was almost like it was like a show pony of a tortoise. Did you, write, it, did you write a script for it? Had graffiti. Yeah. yeah, someone graffitied. Lockjaw. Lock yeah, Lock and it would do like a song and be like lockjaw, and the light would go on, and then someone like spray painted it. Aww. I don't remember the point of the episode. I don't know. I think it was probably supposed to teach you not to abuse animals. But <laughs> probably. Probably. A good but lesson. I, yeah. That's what I think of tortoises. That's what I think of. No, like Gosh. Hey, Arnold. That's a, that's a flash from the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss Hey, good, Arnold. I, it was a good time. I saw your face and wow. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. Oh, God. <laughs> this is all like Hey, Arnold references that nobody else are getting. Um, you don't remember that guy? Was it a singer? Yes. It was like, that song was a little bop. I only remember um, Stoop Kid. Stoop Kid's oh, afraid to leave the stoop. Rach, I think, I think we're like... We're like too old. We're, we're like four or five yeah. years older than they are. So <laughs> we are. I, like, I remember Hey Arnold, but I don't remember watching it. I remember so watching terrible. Ren and Stimpy. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, but that, that was sort of like the precursor to Hey Arnold, I feel mm-hmm. like. What so, was? Uh, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, okay. Red Instant was like dirty. It was dirty. It was. Yeah, I it know. Was disgusting. The, the funny bald. thing was, like, kids loved it so much, and parents never watched it, so parents didn't know that it was <laughs> nasty. <laughs> that was me, like, discovering Rocco's Modern Life on Cartoon Network as a child. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that Rocco. like a dirty show too? I remember I watched the nudist episode, and my mom was like, "What are you watching?" And I was like, uh, "Cartoon Network." Oh. <laughs> Definitely an odd. Yeah, Cartoon Network, I feel like, had a lot of good ones. What were you guys like when you were, like, teens? Probably insufferable, I assume. <laughs> we're, uh, <laughs> I'm told. Didn't you? <laughs> I'm told pretty insufferable. Wait, you told us recently I that you were trying to convince your mom to, like, call you Tiffany or something? You tried to convince Wait. your mom to call you something. Bex. Bex. Oh, I tried okay, for Bex. Bex. Yeah, Bex was the one I tried. <laughs> um, no, I was pretty loud the same way I am now. <laughs> I think I told my dad likes to tell a story how I would tell him that if I kept a thought in my head, it hurt. <laughs> like my parents would be like, Becky, you can like, you don't have to oh. say everything that comes to your mind. And I'd be like, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts if I don't. Oh my God. And I, I was such to. a tattletale. Oh. I love rules. Interesting. Love, love learning rules and then seeing like how I to abide like by those rules. I feel like you're the complete opposite now. Yes, I've turned into a little anarchist. Yeah. <laughs> but when I was little. But in a good way. Loved it. Yeah. But you even were, like, I would say it comes from like the, even like, you know, caring about the environment or um, different causes. I feel like that comes from like a set of rules. Like you're mm-hmm. like, this is how the world is supposed to That's work. Fair. It's not working that way. Fix it. Right. <laughs> right. But when I was little, it was like, and the like actual but you're rules actually are broken. Yes. So you're like, here's what we need to do. Yes. Yeah. And but I would straight up tattletale. And you're thinking critically time. about the rules. <laughs> yeah. What's mm-hmm. wrong with these rules? What's yeah. working? What's not working? Hmm. When I was little, it was like, this is the rule. You broke it. I'm telling. I'm telling. Yeah. And my parents were like, not everything is important. <laughs> Sometimes people can break the rules and it's okay. Which my brother's the exact opposite. He is so quiet, so reserved. He's like painfully quiet. I think I used to be a lot more quiet than I am now. I definitely gravitate to a group of friends when I open up to people, but I went to an all-girls like Catholic high school. Um, I was never really outspoken. I didn't want to make anybody angry. Yeah, my graduating class was actually 
80 girls, uh-huh. which wow. is completely different from what a lot of other people grow up in. But I can yeah. sense there's like some girls that I work with now, like you can sense when another girl goes to an all Catholic Really? Like an all girls high school. What, what are the telltale signs? I don't know. I think there's just like an aura about that. I'm like, oh, did you go to an all girls high school? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's fascinating. That's yeah. funny. I want to know how to tell. I don't know. What's the tell? Well, Erin, really you had an interesting high school experience. Yeah. I mean, so like I basically, so I, I grew up in Texas, but when I was going from middle school to high school, we moved to London. Um, and my dad had been like working in, in Europe uh, for years before he was in like, uh, Rotterdam for a while and like, you know, so in the Netherlands and in Spain. Um, and he, he got this job in, in London and, uh, it was just the right time. Like my sister was going from elementary school to middle school. I was going from, uh, middle school to high school. And we were just in a place where like my mom was ready to move. We were like, let's do it. Let's, let's become expats. And so we did. (laughs) And, I remember the first summer that we were there, I had a, like both my sister and I had really close groups of friends when we were living in Texas. Um, we were like Texas girls. And, um, and so we had no friends when we oh, moved to London oh. because we moved at the beginning of the summer and we had no idea what to do with ourselves. And oh. at that time, my sister and I hated each other. Uh, oh, that is not the case crazy. anymore. We are best friends. Probably because of this summer where oh. it was me, my mom, and my sister, because my dad was working all the time, and uh, my mom was just like, okay, we're going to get you guys ready to be British. <laughs> you're going to be British now. So, so you're going to start drinking, and we're going to travel. So the three of us... We're going to start drinking? Yeah, we started drinking. Because how old were you guys? I, I was uh, 16. Okay. Maybe okay. fifteen. What? Ta- uh-huh. How old do they start drinking in the sixteen? Oh wow! You can you can you can drink wine uh, and beer at sixteen, and you can actually drink uh, with your parents at a, like a restaurant at fourteen. Wow! Yeah. yeah. At least at the time, I think those were the rules. I might have that wrong. That, that those may just That's be like insane. the rules. I whatever my head. <laughs> you guys all know my mom. She is the queen of like the overpour. You know, <laughs> as much as I love her, I mean, it's it's like. That's just part of her personality. She's just mm-hmm. like, well, why would I? Why would I give you like one shot when you can have three now and not come back for more later? I love her so <laughs> <You know>? much. <laughs> She's so silly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so we, we we were traveling Europe that summer, which like my sister and I were brats. We were such brats that summer. We were like, why do we have to do this? It's hot. It's boring. And now I think back on it and I'm like, that was the greatest time of my life. Like, what? I was 16 years old and I was traveling with my parents, like with my mom and my sister. But oh my gosh, we were so terrible to my mom. And like, just just such brats. And uh, like, my sister and I were always at each other's throats. But then when we finally got to go to school in the fall, it was a very small school. It was like an American school in London. Mm -hmm. I think my, uh, my graduating class was like 98 kids. And, um, I got, and of the 98 people that graduated when I like started in high school, there were 19 other new kids. So it was, it was not abnormal that like kids would come and go. And so, Mm. you know, there were these 19 other freshmen who were coming in who were brand new. Some of them were from, you know, my best friend was from Singapore. 
Uh, and then there were a couple of other people who came from Texas. <laughs> we were wow, like, cool. that's wild. Texas. Some people from California. There were some people from like Saudi Arabia, you know, but like everybody had been, most of the people that were like coming in had either been from America or had been going to uh, American run schools. Um, so it was, it was a very, it was an interesting world. It was an interesting world. Um, it was also a very wealthy school and there were so many drugs. Really? <laughs> like as a freshman, I, I, I mean, I was this sheltered, uh, child from, you know, like suburban Texas. And, and like, I remember somebody at a house party being like, you know, do you want to come do cocaine? And I was like, huh? Um, As a 16 year old? No, thanks. <laughs> My mom I'm just good. introduced me to wine. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. One vice at a time, please. Yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. It was nuts. It was a, it was a, a kick in the pants for real. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I grew up real fast. Um, and I had just like gotten my driver's license in Texas. And so I had just tasted that, that like little bit of, of independence that, that, uh, that American kids get. And when we moved to London, like at this point, kids are going to the pub by themselves. Like they, I, I, they take the, like the tube everywhere. Nobody yeah. drives. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're independent at like 12. And, and so, you know, all these people who had already been there, I'm like, oh my God, they are so cool. <laughs> they're so cool because they're like adults already mm-hmm. and so i had to quickly grow up yeah um how and, frustrated uh, were you that you had just gotten your driver's license to move to uh oh, london where everyone drives on the opposite I side of the road terribly frustrated <laughs> i guess you had public transit so yeah, yeah yeah and we would we would come back to the states every summer uh and spend the summers with my grandparents <laughs> and um and i could drive then oh my god yeah mm. so how I long would. did you live in london Four years. Yeah. And then I took a gap year uh, mm-hmm. because I wasn't ready to move back to the States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't ready to move back to the States yet. So I took a year off in between high school and college. Um, and then I and then I went to college and basically lived in the States since then. Well, how yeah. cool that you were able to do that. That's like I one know. of my biggest regrets was not being able to travel abroad. Or I know. Yeah. I, th- I, I think about it now and, and it's like a blip because it was only five years, you know, mm-hmm. but only, I, I know only five <laughs> years, but it was, it was such a, it was like a time in your life when there are so many other things changing that you don't even, you know, you don't even really think about how awesome it is that you're where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was just trying to be a teenager. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there are definitely times when I feel a little bit out of place um, like you guys will talk about Hey Arnold or something like that. There'll be something that happened in high school with people who were my age. And I'll be like, I don't know what that is. Like, like a, like a song or a TV show that I didn't get that I never saw. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of what my friends from high school would say about me. I think that I had the appearance that I could do no wrong, but like, I was also a little troublemaker. Cause you have an mm-hmm. angel face. Yeah. Naughty underneath. Yeah. I was a very, did you ever get in trouble for something? I got many detentions mm, many what? in Rebel. high school for wearing <laughs> ankle socks. <laughs> what? Uh, instead of you had a set of knee socks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, the all girls Catholic high school that I went to wanted your skirts to be like a little bit below your knee. And they <gasps> would put like an embroidery down there. So you couldn't hem your skirts like towards like the last two years that I was going there. But I would get in trouble for having a short skirt. How did you shorten it? 
my mom would hem it <laughs> or I would roll it. Yeah. I used to roll my skirts. Yeah. After my mom, like, could my mom's like, we can't hem the skirts anymore, Maggie. But I was, they were so big. Um, yeah. But yeah. They don't make them to go below your knee. They make them they to do. go here. No. They were <gasps> below our, like, it was like right at the knee. They were, they were terrible. In, in middle school, we had to wear. I used uh, to hate my uniform. And now that I just hate getting ready in the morning, it was nice to not have to worry about that. Going do, you, in. do you feel like you have but a uniform I hate now? It. I do you hate feel, it. Do you feel like you, you like have something that you wear every day? You yeah. have like a uniform? Yeah. I think mine's like leggings and just like a basic top. Our high school had, I, we went to a Catholic school, so you didn't, but in London, did they have the same like oops, wildly sexist rules about what girls could wear versus what boys could wear? No, gosh. At this school, you could wear whatever the f you wanted really yeah so nice yeah like seriously it was nuts because in middle school i had to wear a um a uniform it was it, it was basically you could wear like one of four different color polo shirts and then you had to wear khaki bottoms that's exactly like what we had to wear and so but but like they weren't quite as strict about the length of your your skirt or um or your or your shoes so normally people would just wear like you know uh tennis shoes so oh, it, okay. yeah, it was, it was all, it was all a little looser down in Texas, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, yeah, when, when I went off to high school, I mean, since, um, you know, again, like girls would come with like very expensive bags and, you know, things like that. And so like very, there were, there were certain people who dressed extremely, extremely well. And then there were certain people who were just like, like, F this, I, you know, I'll, I'll wear whatever I want. And so it was, it was a weird, weird time because I was also, I came to London with like all of my American clothes and English clothes and European clothes fit differently. And so you can always tell who's an American and who is oh. like wearing European clothes. It's, is it because it's the way it fits? It's the way it fits. Yeah, American clothes are, are a lot more boxy, um, especially, yes, especially for like teenagers, um, I don't know. It's, it's a, it was a very, like, I guess as a, as a teenager, I wore a lot of like gap, you know, and things like that. And they have gap in Europe, but the clothes are completely different. Huh. Yeah. They're oh. cut differently. It's really How would you categorize your style? This is like early 2000s. Right? Yeah. Oh. oh gosh. What did I even, I can't even remember what I wore. I probably Who was wore famous the same in early thing. 2000s, like Paris Hilton, Brit- Nicole Britney Ritchie. Spears. Yeah. I, like, but I, I was not like, I did not show a lot of skin. I definitely did not show skin. I was like long sleeve t-shirt and jeans, probably like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember like my favorite outfit and it was probably a pair of bootcut jeans <laughs> and, <laughs> and like a solid color t-shirt, you know, like I had zero style, absolutely no style. I mean, it, arguably I still have zero style. That like I, not true. I wear, I, true. I look to Maggie and I look yeah. to Rachel and I look to Becky. She lets me laugh. Like, She's what like, what are, what, what are they wearing? Not this you know? one. I remember when we were in Australia and Maggie walks into this, uh, this store, you walked into the seed and, oh, yeah. and, and Maggie bought like a couple of things. And I was like, okay, all right, let's, I'll go check it out. Sure. In Ariel's defense, she picked out the same three things that I had bought. And I was like, I bought those too. <laughs> <laughs> I was, so she I was really trying to go style. out of my comfort zone. Because <laughs> 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 my comfort zone is jeans and a t-shirt. Like that's your own in it. You're owning it, girl. Uh, I do need to own it. I do need to own it. And, and I think in my old age, I have, <laughs> I have grown into my, 
myself, you know, I sometimes wear things other than black, mm-hmm. uh, but only sometimes. You have that one blue dress. I now. have that one blue dress. I like dress. that blue dress. That's a good sometimes, one. Sometimes, like, if I'm going to be on camera, then I, like, have to think to myself, Ariel, don't wear black. Uh, maybe wear the one pink shirt that you have or the one green mm-hmm. shirt. So for all of you out there who have seen me in colors, She's know really that trying. when I am home and just being myself, I am wearing all black. <laughs> uh, just because it is what I'm most comfortable in and it is what I have the most of. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was my style. Uh, truly, I do not remember. I blocked it from my memory. That's fine. That's fine. You think they could tell that you are American right away? 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> haircuts, too. Haircuts are completely different. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I, European haircuts are so much more edgy looking. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And as, as a teenager, you, <clears throat> like, you fixate on these things. You know, you, you fixate on the, the way that you are different from everybody else. And you think, how can I assimilate to, mm. to this culture? You know, and so I need the... I need the the better cut clothing. I need the cooler haircut. I need the, you know, I truly, I, uh, I joined the rowing team and that sort of became my life at that, at that point. A big oh, rower? Yeah, 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 I was, yeah. I was on the rowing team. I was on the rowing team. What I, position? Uh, I was, I was one of the tallest people and one of the strongest people. So I was, uh, usually in the middle of the boat. I was like four or five, six, yeah. um, yeah. But, uh, my true claim to fame is that I recruited my sister. Uh, who within two weeks of her being a freshman on the rowing team uh, was better than me. And <laughs> she went off to be recruited for rowing in college. Wow, <laughs> Danny. I know, I know. So I, I, I was always a second fiddle at rowing. My sister, she's taller and stronger and just <laughs> better at that. Just better. Do you guys remember what you thought when you all first met each other? Do you remember like what you thought of each other? I met Becky. <laughs> I remember Becky. You remember. I met Becky the night I met Zach. <gasps> yeah. I always wanted to hear this story in its entirety. <laughs> True love times two. I don't know if we have yeah. time for the because entirety all of the I story. Heard was that you and Zach <laughs> met at a we diner? No, no, no. Gay at bar, a diner, baby. Yeah, we met at a gay bar. Eugene, Keith, Zach, and I think you guys had gotten. You, you guys, guys had, had already gone. Left. Left. Well, yeah, yeah. I knew that we were there that night, but. Ned and I go to bed early, even yeah, before we had kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get to meet Ned and Ariel yet, but I met Keith, Becky, Eugene, and Zach all on the same night. Yeah. So I, I had Matt a, was there. Was Matt there? Matt was not there. He was, was traveling for work at the time. At the time. So mm-hmm. I met. Set the stage. What was Set it? The stage. <laughs> Where were you? What was happening? So I had an out of ten. A, well, I had a friend visiting from out of town, from Seattle, and she had just gotten out of a serious relationship with her boyfriend. And she, she's like, I want to go out to the bars, but I don't want to deal with Santa Monica single men because <laughs> she was on the Who she was does? on the apps, and she's like, I don't like it. Don't she was like on it. the prowl. She, she wasn't on the prowl. She's like, I just want to go out and have fun, but I don't want to deal with sleazy men. I was like, okay, well, we can go to like the gay bars. You haven't been to this part of town before, so let's go. And let's you're go single. I was single. I had been single for a while. And I was known as like the chronically single friend out of Aww. my college friend group. So I How just was interesting. A, I know. I thought you ended up with the other chronically single person. I know. So <laughs> they were just waiting. Yeah. Just waiting. Yeah. Literally so just waiting literally for the bathroom. Not searching. <laughs> I had just like deleted the apps off of my phone. The and I was apps. like, whatever. <laughs> You're just you gonna were do over me. It. <laughs> yeah. So I met up with some coworkers at the Abbey and then 
me and my friend showed up and we were actually in line for the bathroom. And you know how when you're in the bathroom, you automatically make friends with other girls that are in line for the bathroom or you, you just like compliment each other's outfits and <laughs> of course talk mm-hmm. about yeah. literally anything. Yeah. Share perfume. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what snacks? Yeah. Snacks. Gum. <laughs> Lip gloss, yeah. different times. Um, <laughs> Tampons. Yeah. Tampons. But um, the girl that was next to us in line and the way that this gay bar set up, there was it was like unisex line, I think mm. it was to go to the like two to bathrooms. The, two and, bathroom, bathroom, and it was like shared line. sinks mm-hmm. or somehow. And the girls standing next to us in line that we had made friends with were talking to Keith and Zach, I believe. And so they were being lunatics and I was just standing (laughs) behind them. And I think Zach looked at me and was like, she seems normal. I want to talk to her. These other girls are crazy. (laughs) What were they doing? Uh, They recognized him, right? I don't, I didn't know who Zach was for that. At least like the first two months that we were dating. But somebody that you were with. I think so. But she was talking to Zach initially. So I wasn't, I didn't hear their conversation. Okay. Um, Eugene and I are out like dancing. dancing. We're like getting a drink, and he yeah. I was like, "Where's Zach?" Because Keith was walking back from the bathroom, and we we're both like, huh, "Probably making out with some girl." And like, <laughs> as a full-on hundred percent joke, right? Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> what? what? Did That's the funniest thing in the world. It was. It was like the joke. We we're like, so we're like, ha Probably finding a girl at the gay bar, and then we like look over, and, there's... and indeed, he has found a girl. <laughs> And I thought Mackin. And no. <laughs> and then I no. saw what? what? No. You guys no. were not making out by the bathroom. You did. Liar! <laughs> Look at her. She's been <laughs> caught. I'm so She's been caught. I did not. You want... kissed her when you Zach first kissed met him. Ah! Do you see how she tried to deny it? <laughs> Lies. You so were seen, Maggie. You've been outed. So we were like oh, yeah, I wasn't in a bathroom. So Not we like in a stall. In <laughs> and then we like exited the line. And then we talked more. Zach was talking to me about cats. <laughs> I don't even know. So small. You were yes. so in it. And you were like, I love cats. No. <laughs> Zach like asked for my number. And Shannon's like, don't be mean. He's so nice. Like, don't. Don't <laughs> be. already made out with yeah. him. Go on a date. Go on a date. Go on a date like, with okay, the boy. I'll go on a date. And we I had it. so much fun. It's hard to go fun. out on a date with someone you meet like randomly. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, yeah. my mom had always like pressed this uh narrative into my head like you don't date anyone you meet at a bar anyone you meet at a bar is not looking like they don't care about you they don't care about who you are personally you weren't at a normal bar (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we ended up going on like a couple dates and I really liked him so that's kind of how but back to how Becky and I met I'm I'm not. You guys are all making me deflect. Anyway, she's blushing. Um, For someone whose friend was missing for over like 45 minutes, she was probably one of like the nicest people. Because usually girls are, I would expect girls to be very overprotective of their friends, especially especially sweet little Zach. We're like, get it, bro. You got this. But. Yeah, and you guys were so nice. It was Maggie and Shannon. 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 If you watch Lost, you'll get that. Yeah. But But they were a blast. I just remember everyone being so sweet and welcoming. Eugene included, Keith included, Becky included. So you guys were drinking, dancing. Dancing. The Abbey was really... We've been back to the Abbey Mm -hmm. since then, and we don't even understand how we were able to have a conversation. It is so 
aggressively loud and crowded and sweaty and also i mean you probably heard 20 percent of the of what you were of of what zach was saying but it was the 20 percent that you wanted to hear (laughs) i know single ears Mm -hmm. can hear more than coupled ears you're like i can't hear we gotta go home what (laughs) what but if you're single, you're like, oh, tell me more about yeah. that. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> you are so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I feel called out. <laughs> it's so sweet. It was cute. Where did, first date? Where did we go on our first date? Oh, this is a funny story. So Zach, uh, we talked like the first night we met. We were like, oh, we love ramen. And he's like, I have this place I want to take you to. And so we went there and we had ramen first. And then we wanted to keep hanging out, so we both lied about being lactose. Zach has a dairy allergy. I'm lactose intolerant, but we went to an ice cream shop. (laughs) We didn't know what to do after our second date or, like, our main event of dates. So what do you do? You go get ice cream. We go get ice cream. Even if you don't ever eat ice cream. Yeah. And they're both, like, suffering through. They're like, this is going to be painful later. This is so good. But so yummy. uh, We still wanted to keep hanging out and talking after ice cream, so we went to a tea shop. Oh. Oh, but at that point the ice cream was starting to hit and yeah. so you were so like, like i have to go, go home down. Down. Like, we gotta go, go down. we gotta go yeah <laughs> maggie you have a really good um early dating i don't know if you want to share this story what story about what you found in the pillow <gasps> oh my what? god what? that sounds sinister oh my god you don't god. have to I think it's a we really funny it. story. <laughs> I think it's oh, it might be Zach's story to tell. No, oh, it is yours. No, I think it's yours. He has time to tell the story. Oh my god, okay. he can tell what whatever he wants. I think this was one of like the first couple times I had spent the night at Zach's old apartment, and he lived with his two, one of his childhood best friends from New York, and then another friend that also grew up in the same town. And then setting the scene for Zach's old apartment. Oh yeah, Becky, right? go We've off. We've all seen their new beautiful oh God, apartment. <laughs> Zach's old apartment was this college Disgusting. den. There was, was a bathroom dis- downstairs had saloon doors. It didn't even have a real door. <laughs> and sometimes they would lock and you'd get trapped. So at parties, I'd be like, Zach, I'm going to go pee in your room. And he's like, okay. And I would go upstairs and then crawl over like piles of clothes just it was and like toys a frat house yeah they had a really nice backyard and they had the, and they had like an enormous television oh, that was yeah. always on and always like Marathon-y. blasting music fast and the furious it was like a true like bachelor pad yes. Yes. many fun memories to be yes. had in the yes. bachelor pad yes they were all a blast <laughs> yeah but, but, but i do prefer housing situation apartment yes. oh yeah <laughs> For sure. What was in the pillow? Yeah, what? So what upstairs pillow? you go to Zach's room. So you go upstairs and it was one of the first times I had spent the night there. And anytime that same day, I noticed that anytime the AC would come on, there would be this smell. And it was like during the day before we had go, gone to bed and it almost smelled like a plastic... I don't know what it was. I was like, Zach, what is that smell? <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's like something with, maybe we need to change the vents. And I was like, okay, whatever. So we're still <laughs> hanging out. We're watching movies. We're about to go to bed. The AC comes back on because Zach turns it on before he goes to sleep. And I'm sleeping on his like Jersey sheets pillow. And I'm like trying to find a comfy spot. And I like, my hands are like touching the pillow, readjusting. Oh, dear God. I'm, I'm so padding scared. and I'm padding and I'm padding. What is it? weird plastic i'm like zach there's something in here and the lights are all off zach goes oh shit <laughs> he grabs the a giant black dildo and <gasps> chucks it at the window outside of his room what? What? <laughs> what? 
latex. But it was of like me, it was like it was angled like the AC was hitting Wait. the plastic of it and like wafting the smell. Oh my god! So context, I guess he did like a Lonely Island shoot. shoot. And he had all, like, they were giving away all these dildos. Oh, my God. Just and so Zach being Zach. He was like, like, yeah, I'll take one. Okay. I'll take I can use these in a video later. <laughs> yeah. So he kept them for In his use, bed? No, but, no, no. It, but him and his roommates had, like, this joke. Like, they would have, like, toys and stuff that they would pass back and forth. So, like his roommate Vito would just like put it on the door and it would just be like shaking and stuff or like one of them would pack it in their suitcases so when they would like oh travel God. out of town they'd open it and like go home to their parents yeah it would just be there but I was just like Zach was like horrified and like he didn't want to talk about it for five minutes and I was like freaking out I'm like what is like, what is that's that like, that's like the worst reaction to have when your like new girlfriend finds a huge dildo in your bed he so and he doesn't want to talk mad. about it he was so mad <laughs> but we laugh about it now Remember the first time I heard I almost peed myself? Because I just imagined, like, sweet, <laughs> sweet, angelic Maggie Zach, there's something holding a giant here. dildo and, like, screaming the in the dark. <laughs> oh, my God. I could see, like, the like, it was pitch black dark, but I could see, like, a light bulb in Zach's head, like, oh, my God, I know what it is. <laughs> it was something else. Wow. Yeah. That's, oh wow! I, I know. I'm so glad you guys recovered from that moment. I know the shame. I know. That brings up another memory that I had when my sister first found out that, oh like, I didn't tell my parents who I was dating for a long time. Similarly to you, Becky, because I didn't <clears throat> want to tell them unless it was yeah. something who was serious. So I told my sister, and my sister proceeds to screenshot a photo of Zach in the vagina costume and forward it to my family thread, <gasps> and, <laughs> and was like. This is who Maggie's dating. <laughs> She's dating the clitoris. I was like, <laughs> oh, sister oh was my evil. god! Oh, Why yeah. would she funny. do that? I know that's so because she's a little meanie head. Is she younger, or older? She's three years younger than me. Okay. Yeah, that's Ivana. <laughs> yeah, so many good stories of when we first started Seriously. dating. Seriously, yeah. oh, uh, it's so it's, funny. It's fun to think back. It's been a while. <clears throat> I know. I'm excited for this podcast because. I am so bad at remembering like past stories unless you like prompt me to like tell you tell the audience about yeah. certain things like I forget I need to start like journaling or doing something because there's so well, many good stories. Becky's like an elephant she remembers everything she really does you really that do pop culture mind you got to be able to something up here I don't know how to do math but I can remember I will song. tell you a thing that you did yeah. three years ago and I'll tell you what I did in third grade but yeah I'm still embarrassed by. that's why we oh love having God. you around that's so true oh man so when did you guys first meet Ariel, then, would be mm. the question. You guys met at the Abbey. Yeah, the, you yeah. guys met at the Abbey. I don't... When did I meet you, Maggie? How old is Bean? How old is Bean? Yeah. Four? I feel like me... I feel like I went to your house for a brunch, because the mm-hmm. Fulmers love hosting brunch <laughs> at their house. I think it was either close to when you got Bean, uh-huh. if not like a month before you had gotten Bean. That sounds right. I remember the outfit I picked because I was so nervous to meet You're you guys. You were so nervous. Yeah. I was so nervous to meet the remainder of friends. Cause, oh. Oh. Yeah. I, I do remember being nervous to meet you too because all that I had heard were these snippets <laughs> of like, you know, Zach met a girl. Like he, they, they met at, like you, 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 
almost were there, Ariel. You almost were there. You would have met her if you hadn't <laughs> gone home. <laughs> You're kicking myself. And, and and then, yeah, and then Zach, like, kept it under wraps for so long mm-hmm. because he was, we bugged like, him a lot. he was mm-hmm. the, he was this, this, like, perpetually single guy on mm-hmm. BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. you know, and so he couldn't talk about it, but mm-hmm. he would talk about it with us and so it's like well, when are we gonna meet maggie when are we gonna meet maggie yeah. yeah you know i remember for the longest time too with maggie and matt remember when we would take pictures together and i'd be like i we can't post it Aww. or i'd like i started like with when maggie and i started hanging out more and we would have these pictures i would just like randomly post them with no context <laughs> i would be like people could just think this is my friend just a friend why is my this friend? Yeah. just a friend zach you know why does matt have anything to do with eugene i can just throw him in there I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the audience knew. Yeah, they knew immediately. They're like, "Is Zach dating somebody? Is Eugene dating somebody?" You, when I met Keith, you were still living in Mm -hmm. Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I remember that Keith had this longtime girlfriend that he would always talk about, and he's like, "Becky and I are going to get married." You know, like Keith moved to California without you. Yeah, and it was actually we weren't long time dating at that. We had only dated <gasps> for about a year. You guys lived apart for like a year. Yeah, so we did long distance for a year. Yeah, because Keith's three years older than me, and at the time, I still wanted to be an actor. So I was like, I I just graduated college. I was like, I'm yeah. not moving to LA this year. I'll go next year. Yeah, but I mean, we definitely like almost broke up before he moved. I was mm. like, you can't just wait one year for me. <laughs> Why? That's a fair question. Yeah. That is a fair question. One There's, little year? One little year, yeah. And my parents were, which my parents love Keith, but it was like the one time where they're like, are you, like, is this, is this it? Deal? Are you sure? Because like you're young and you're, you know, you've now made this life plan to move next year and you're going to wait for him. Here is, are you sure this is what you want? Right. And then we're like, yeah. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, it was a... <clears throat> I think we met at the holiday party. I think we met at the holiday party, the BuzzFeed holiday party. Yeah, the one at the Roosevelt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you reminded me of this just like before we started this because I was like, I don't remember yeah, when we like met. My, my first memory of Ariel was like, <laughs> she like knocked a plate off a table. Like, I, had a, I, something? I had a full plate of food. Yeah. Because I do not, I, I, like, I don't mess around with mm-hmm. buffets. Like, I when, don't mess when, around. When, when there is a buffet to be had, I'm not going through the line again. All right. I'm filling up my plate with everything I want. Just like your mom. Take three shots That's now. Right. Don't come back That's for right. more. See, I learned from the best. Mom values. And then, so and then I go and I find my spot and I chow down. <laughs> chow you know? down. Like, and I don't have to eat everything on my plate that I got but I normally do. So here I am with an entire, like a fully full plate of food. Mm-hmm. And then Becky, of course, comes over to our table. Yeah, Matt was there too. Mm-hmm. It was like all our first little yeah. thing. I don't remember how the food fell, but my first memory is food on I the was floor. probably drunk. Yeah. Oh, I, I think <laughs> I threw up after that holiday party. Yeah, there was, I mean. The, the booze was. Usually when, when it's an open <laughs> bar, especially before we had kids, I was I was like five in by the time that the food came out. Well, we were so nervous. I feel like every time I went to one of those parties or like a work event, I was like, "You had to be like bubbly." And, and everyone's like, "What do you do?" And I'm like, "I'm a waitress." <laughs> I'm a waitress. You were a waitress. And I was like, 
<laughs> they would like want to know more about it, and I'm like, bring food to table. At the <laughs> time, at the time, I think you were. I think you were still in your first job. Oh shit! I was. I think you were at Sprinkles. You were at Sprinkles. Okay, so here's cupcakes. the thing. Here's the thing. She sold cupcakes. So I, I was always in restaurants when I was younger, and then when I moved to LA, I was like, fuck it. I, I'm never working in a restaurant again. I was like, I. You know, I, the money was great, but I felt like it was doing something to my insides. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. So like a month passes, I cannot find another job. I'm trying to like apply for like temp jobs or yeah. like office jobs. But literally all of my experience is serving and hosting. So finally, one day I looked on Craigslist and the sprinkles at the Americana <laughs> brand <laughs> was doing an open call. And so I went and I was um, the second oldest person that worked there. Everyone else was like 18. (laughs) And I worked there for, uh, I think, like six, six to eight months, Uh maybe. And then um, I immediately found a restaurant job because I was like, (laughs) give it all the same. And if if I'm going to be demeaned, it better be for much more money than I'm making right right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember at the time... (laughs) At the time, Sprinkles was like a really big deal. Yeah. Like yeah. Sprinkles cupcakes were in. I remember were, when that ATM so came trendy. out. Mm-hmm. They were super trendy, very trendy at the time. And so I thought you were really cool. <laughs> I, I used like, to bring them all the she time works too. I would bring like a dozen cupcakes. That red velvet. They're like $5 each. They're, they're not cheap. They're not cheap. Yeah. And they're cool. Mm-hmm. They're like cool looking. Yeah. And that's pretty good. I had like, I, I had an office job at the time and like we would have Sprinkles cupcakes all the time. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, she works at Sprinkles. <laughs> but it was always so weird saying it to people who were like, I'm a video producer. I'm an editor. I'm a, it sounded like there were all these like important jobs. And Did I, you say I work at Sprinkles or were you like, I'm a, I'm a cupcake engineer. <laughs> a cup, yeah. I'm a cup, I don't know. I think I would just say I work at Sprinkles, but I'm going to be an actor or something like that. That makes sense. Well, anywho, you came over and I oh, think yeah. I was chatting with Matt or <clears throat> I don't know. So Sorry. somehow an entire plate of food fell on the floor mm-hmm. your I, plate i believe it was my plate it, it could have been plate. it could have been anybody's plate yeah uh but like huge plate of food just <clears throat> toppled onto the floor mm-hmm. and i think all of us sort of stood there stunned for like <sighs> 10 seconds and then i lifted up the uh the tablecloth and just kicked it under the table <laughs> <laughs> and dropped it <sighs> And then just went about, just, just, we just went about our business. And Becky was so stunned. I was like, <laughs> it's like that scene in Mad Men when they're on the picnic and they get up and they just like dump all their trash into the grass and walk away because it's like 1952. Oh my God. <laughs> you just kicked it. Like, <gasps> I was like, yeah, no, we're Problem just going to get rid of it. Problem solved. Let's go get another drink. Crazy. Uh, Crazy times. But I don't remember the first time we all hung out. That would be like a good end to the show to be like, oh, yeah. And then there was this really fun story where the four of the wives who, well, oh, maybe it's a good time to bring up. Everyone is okay with the word wives. Mm-hmm. Audience, audience. Everyone Tell them is, who came uh-huh. up with try wives. Matt was actually the first one to ever come up with the word wives. I, I was a try wife before I was married. Mm-hmm. Every, we're all totally okay <laughs> with being called wives. Yeah. Matt came up with it. Matt, Matt is the best of us. It was, he it he was always the name comes of, up with the best stuff. Yeah, it was the name of our text thread. Yeah. I think we had Buzzed Wives. Yes. And then we changed it <laughs> to Try Wives. Because it was BuzzFeed. Buzzed, Buzzed, Buzzed Wives. wives. 
Because we would be there for and the booze. And we would be normally drinking. We would, yeah. We would show up for the booze. Like, because we were only invited to the open bar things. Right. Because they were like the holiday party and the, you know, I don't know, this and that influencer event. And we'd be mm-hmm. like, is there an open bar? Okay, then I'll go. You know? <laughs> it kind of sounds like when we met each other, it was sort of the beginning of the rest of our lives. I know. You know, because like that's when, that's sort of when the guys took off. And yeah. That's when you guys got engaged. That's, I mean, Becky had moved to to Freshly LA. Moved. So that was like when yeah. you and Keith were like, you were stuck together. Yeah. I'm so happy that we. I have all of you guys through all of this because I can't even imagine being a significant other of someone so publicly known and not right. having a support system. I should have to be by yourself. Yeah. yeah. That'll, okay. Especially so that'll at events. Next, that will be the next podcast yeah. is like us becoming even better friends as the try guys came up 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 yeah uh because we were all leaning on each other when our instagram started to go crazy mm-hmm. and we were like how what is this life <laughs> mm-hmm. uh please help <laughs> yeah please send help please send help <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are what are you doing about this what are you wearing to this yeah a lot of conversations about what are you wearing to this but having some like a group of friends to like cling on to at like events when the boys are talking to important people is very nice. So mm-hmm. talking about important people, uh, you can get this podcast, uh, <laughs> anywhere you get your podcast, yep. uh, Spotify, Apple, other places, guys, we have our own email. Sure do. You can sit with us pod at gmail.com. And we want to answer your questions. We want to bring up your conundrums on this podcast because we are here for you. You can sit with us. That's our show, guys. Pod number two. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.